The news continues to happen, and the Schrader Show is here to decipher the madness, to make sense of what's real and what's propaganda, to offer a point of view. This is 1360 and 97.5 WTAQ. Now, here's Steve Schrader. Well, good Tuesday morning, Northeast Wisconsin. This is the Shannon and Schrader podcast coming to you each Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, in addition to our Saturday program that we also do. So, Shannon, um, first of all, how was the, how was your rest of your weekend? Uh, there was a Super Bowl. There was a football game, I understand, on Sunday. Yes, there and, was the Super Bowl. And uh, did you watch it? I well, I watched chunks of it, but I heard that um, it had the biggest viewership of any TV program ever on on one channel. I believe that. Um, one hundred twenty million people. Wow. Um, what a game. I mean, it was a great game. I mean, you can't, you know, Andy Reid, I, I just can't root against Andy Reid. You know, I say that all the time. I just can't. He's such a nice man. And he's a guy who's rehabilitated guys. You know what I mean? Like Michael Vick. And, and, and he's helped people become better people. And, you know, that's really what coaching is supposed to be about. Now, at the pro level, it's about winning games. But at the high school level and even beyond high school level, it's about the camaraderie and what you learn from athletics, not the achievements of it, but what you learn lifelong, right? Yeah, and he ended up winning the Super Bowl, so yay him. Yeah. 21 years he coached before he won a Super Bowl. Really? And now he's won three. Oh. He went from yeah, twenty-one years, both with the Eagles and the and the uh, Chiefs, before he got that Super Bowl ring, and now he's won three in the last six years. Wow, I did not know that. So they're another. They're going to be another uh, dynasty. But anyway, we're not going to talk about football here, are we, Shannon? No. No, we're going to get to the stuff. <laughs> well. It, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, right? I mean, we're probably not going to get a vacation until Trump is sworn into office in January. And even then, it'll... and even then, it's going to keep going because <laughs> yeah. they're going to they're going to do what they can to to attack him. Um, I love the fact that Trump is redoing the RNC. <laughs> I mean, you know, Rona McDaniel is Roni Romney McDaniel. Yeah. And, you know, publicly, she has been okay as far as supporting Trump. But, you know, privately, no. I mean, privately, the establishment just hates him. So I love the fact that Trump's going to rework the RNC leadership, including putting his daughter, our daughter-in-law, Lara, on yeah that's a great idea as leadership yeah i think so too i mean she's 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 obviously the most politically active of the children's spouses um and she's loyal and he loves loyalty yeah and he's loyal and she loves that and um well we're the same way we 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 like loyalty as well um 
So we've got that. Then we've got the Senate approving this disastrous, uh, this disastrous aid package to supposedly, right? Is it? It's supposedly for Israel, and Gaza, Ukraine. and Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. And first of all, it just. It's $95 billion of money we don't have. Here's what people don't know. Like Taiwan is going to get $5 billion. Uh, Gaza, which is Gaza means uh, terrorist, plain and simple. I mean, granted, not everybody in Gaza is a terrorist, $10 billion, Shannon, going to the same people that are still holding men, women, and infants and the elderly in tunnels after October 7th, and Biden's going to give them $10 billion. And you know exactly where that money's going to go. It's going to go right in the hands of the people that did October 7th, and yet, the Jewish po- the Jewish population in the country as a whole overwhelmingly votes Democrat. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's like it's against their own. It's like it's against their own self interest. Unbelievable. Let's yeah. let's hear what Rand Paul had to say about this because he he was on the floor of the Senate yesterday, and it says. 12, 11 p.m. You sure C-SPAN's got it right? You sure that's not uh, 12, 11 a.m., Shannon? Didn't they pass this thing in the middle of the night? They did pass it in the middle of the night, but I think he might have did the... This, this yesterday? Yeah, during the okay. day. This may have been yesterday, but this is, this is Rand Paul on the uh, Senate floor telling us to celebrate, you know, we're spending more money. Open the champagne, pop the cork. The Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. They've got $60 billion they're bringing. I don't know if it'll be cash in pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money to do anything about our border. We're being invaded. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month, and all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. Shannon? I mean, he's absolutely right. There's, there's no question he's absolutely right. Oh, and I know. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. As we're all struggling to make ends meet, right? The Senate, are they the most out-of-touch body on the planet? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, what are they thinking? Do they think the American people are going, geez, we should spend more money on Ukraine. We should spend more money on Israel. They just don't care what the people And then they give Hamas, essentially, because you're giving it to Gaza, $10 billion, and Israel, 14 uh, Just shows you where Joe Biden's priorities are. Yeah. 
Well, and, and they just don't care. Yeah, and he's also he's also through under um, and in a lot of folks um, who served in the Trump White House, especially on the national security side, are saying this is absolutely insane. But yet they continue to do it. I, it it's it's you really have to almost ask yourself, Shannon. Do they hate the country that much? And the answer's got to be yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Or they're doing it on purpose. I, it's, it's like insanity. I'm not even kidding. Well, they're doing it on purpose, but the, the, the question is, they're doing it to flood the country with illegals. I know. And then they're going to push for motor voter, like they're already doing in Arizona and places like that, to register and they're banking that that electoral dominance for the Democrat Party is going to last for generations. I think this is backfiring completely on them. Think about this. What's the worst thing Republican presidents can be called is usually Herbert Hoover, right? Going back to the Great Depression, Herbert Hoover... Again, was right economically, although he listened to the wrong people and raised taxes during the Depression, and that made it worse. But FDR's economic plans didn't do anything to pull us out of the recession. It was World War II completely. But it, it, this is this is absolutely crazy. Um, and to spend that kind of money overseas, uh, well, and and people, are... and that we got to borrow. To, to send it out. I know. I know. And and no money's going to help the border, which is in need of money. <laughs> and it's in this country. Right. When you got an average of 800,000 people a month coming over the border. It's bad. It's And we're only, what, three, three months into this year? <laughs> it's... Yeah, a little more than that because it's... I saw the number of... I can't remember what it was now, but of how many people just this year, and it's only been two and a half months. Yeah, since since the yeah since the beginning. You don't even our, want to know the number. No, you don't, <laughs> and no, you don't. Um, it's it's absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, so, I want to get to a couple more sound bites here, real quick. So Biden's cognitive, you know, (laughs) right? It's really hard to cover Joe Biden right now for me. It was always easier when he was just simply an idiot. You know what I mean? Look, folks, Joe Biden has had the reputation in Washington, D.C. for the last 50 years of being an absolute dolt, okay? What we didn't know is Joe Biden's, you know, before the cognitive decline, he wasn't the dolt we thought he was. He was actually a really bad guy in disguise. What do you think? Agree with that? Yeah. Yep, I agree with that. And... In Washington, it was always, oh, Biden, he's an idiot, but he's harmless. He's an idiot, but he's harmless. Well, I'm watching Newsmax this morning, which Rob Rob Finnerty on Newsmax, that guy cracks me up. 
I mean, he was he's out there this morning. He's like, look at him falling upstairs. You know anybody that falls upstairs? He's like, and he goes, look, this is not an age issue. It's a Biden's brain doesn't work anymore issue. And yeah. and and uh, Victoria Coates, former uh, Trump official, was on Newsmax and said, and again, I remember this. In 1988, when he dropped out of the race for plagiarism, Shannon, he had two major aneurysms that year, one of them that burst. They didn't think he was going to make it. And they were talking about how when you have those, uh, you know, those essentially strokes, because it burst, down the road you're going to have cognitive problems. So, yes, so I'm watching Newsmax, and they're showing... Oh, this is yesterday. They're showing, he brings in King Abdullah of Jordan. And he introduces him. And then he goes and stands on his right side. And Abdullah's looking at him like, what are you, do you, right? Yeah, and then he switched to the other side. I'm just going to switch. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to switch. And Abdullah's like, crazy Joe, just. Stay in one spot, right? You know, and it's... It's like he looked at the ground and saw that the tape wasn't there that he's supposed to stand on. And then he switched to the other side and then he realized there was no tape there either. So then he went back to the other side because then he saw the tape. That's what it looked like to me. Right. And, and, And I say he's hard to cover now because I I don't like picking on... You know, I don't make it a practice to pick on people with disabilities, Right. But this guy was always an ugly guy. And he's running the country, so he's Exactly, it's not and, okay. and, and, and it's not, if we see this, um, uh, issues and insights, I and I did a poll. Uh, it was like, it was like in the 80s that say Joe Biden is not mental, mentally competent to serve another term and this is in issues and insights it leans conservative but the tip poll it's it's called the tip poll because it's i don't know what the first two are but it's ipsis and something but anyway it's, it's a poll right it's a poll nonetheless <laughs> but you know these numbers are and ever since they set them up as <laughs> or when was that last thursday yeah. Ever since his own staff set him up, I mean, this was like a, a, almost like a mafia hit, right? <laughs> I mean, do you know what's on Joe Biden's schedule today? Nothing and nothing tomorrow. And I think nothing the next day, too. <laughs> no, he's got two things on his schedule today. Lunch with Kami huh. and, the, and, and the PDB, which... The presidential daily briefing is either it's it's written right. It's a compilation of CIA, NSA, DOD. Welcome back to the Shannon and Schrader podcast. We got a little cut off there, didn't we? Yeah, but at least we had cookies in between. Yeah, Rob uh, <laughs> Rob Sussman from the Morning Show crew brought us what were they called again? That they were delicious. They're like strawberry cinnamon. Heart-shaped cookies? I don't know. Yeah, what well, heart-shaped like a cinnamon roll, almost uh, the bottom, 
but they were absolutely delicious. Rob's girlfriend, Andrea, made them. Uh, and he gave us a couple, sidetracked here. When the, so we were doing the podcast and just kind of give you a, a, we're doing this second part now a couple minutes later. We were doing the podcast and all of a sudden a Fox News alert came over. It's because the regular Joe show was transitioning to Clay and Buck. And when we switched syndicators, it messed up the podcast. So so we're back. We were talking about Kami Harris when we went to went to went to break. And well, let's let's go let's go here first because of everything that we saw with um Biden and King Abdullah yesterday. And then so the, so here is the question and answer from a reporter from KGAP. Talk about talk about reaching. Does the White House think that the the idea of the president taking a cognition test, a cognitive test, as a part of this uh, physical is a legitimate idea, particularly just on the heels of the special counsel report, more polling, as my colleague Selena just mentioned, showing that many American people have concerns about that? Look, I got this question last week as well, and I'm just going to say what the what uh, Dr. O'Connor it's kind of a uh, what he said to me about a year ago uh, when the report came out last year, uh, obviously on his physical, uh, which is the president proves every day how he operates, how he thinks, right? But by dealing with world leaders, by making really difficult decisions on behalf of the, the American people, whether it's domestic, whether it's national security. And so he shows it every day on how he thinks, how he operates. Uh, and so that is how, uh, that is how the, Dr. O'Connor sees it, and that's how I'm going to leave it. What do you think about the idea of taking that kind of a test? I believe, for me, you're asking me my personal opinion, uh, he is sharp. Uh, he is on top of things. He, when we have uh, meetings with him, with his staff, he's constantly pushing us, getting, trying to get more information. And so that has been my experience with this president. Uh, anything else outside of that, uh, I just shared with you what Dr. O'Connor said to me. Uh, and so I'll just leave it there. Does the so what do you think? I mean, again, reaching at straws. Oh, I see him every day. He's great. He's sharp. Come on. Yeah, not not even close to sharp. Um, and if he's going to refuse a cognitive test, he probably isn't cognitive. Cause oh, he, yeah, for sure. Be, I mean, he he knows he can't p- pass a cognitive test. I well, mean, that's why. Shouldn't that's every wh- president have to pass that? Come on. Uh, well, it, it 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 it's it's been an issue. Well, that's how the Twenty Fifth Amendment to the Constitution started. Shannon really is what happened under under. Woodrow Wilson. So Edith Wilson, Wilson's second wife, his first wife died. She was significantly younger than him. He had a devastating stroke when he was over in Europe trying to sell the League of Nations. So everybody said Edith Wilson was president because when he would sign stuff, his signature changed. And ironically, it matched his wife's. And that's why that's why the Twenty Fifth Amendment was passed, so that cabinets could remove a chief executive once they lost their cognitive powers. Here's the problem with that: cabinets are the ones that initiate the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Do you think Jenny Granholm and Mayorkas and all these other clowns are going to sell out Biden for that after? You know, Biden gave these absolutely unqualified people jobs. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't think so, but 
how can she say that she sees him every day and and he proves himself every day? I'm like, he proves himself to be incoherent every day, maybe. Here's what's amazing. You look at all of the, the crap that they're trying to throw on Trump saying, oh, he said this, so, so he should be in jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, you know, she works for the United States government. Yes, she works for Joe Biden. But her job, White House press secretary, the, the job historically has not been for the spinsters. It's supposed to be a straight up and down. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be a straight up or down job. But she's destroyed that too. Agreed? Or yeah. I, I mean, it's 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 absolutely. She, un- she's making herself look stupid saying that. I mean, seriously. That right. That, wow. And what they're trying to sell us is don't believe your lying eyes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about yeah. it. But we can see clearly that he's not. Okay. Um, let's go on to, let's move on to uh, uh, J6. Somebody, you know, something that we don't talk about enough. Um, but this is, this is pretty tough stuff to, uh, pretty tough stuff to watch. Um, to hear this woman tell her story, you know. Um, so let's. Uh, what we can do here is we can start it, and uh, then we'll give a little bit more details into this. But this is definitely Shannon. Right? We can't forget about these people. They are literally political prisoners at this point. Yeah. And I don't see any way they get out of prison until Donald Trump's president again so here is mickey and it's uh just looking for their last names here uh oh do you do you have it in the article either so the the kid's name is jackson oh refit refit r-e-f-f-i-t-t so his name is Guy. Uh, his wife is Mickey, and he is their son is Jackson. Now Jackson is eighteen and fully indoctrinated in. This is just a tragic story about what this government did to us in COVID, because literally it's torn this family apart. Right? I mean, it's it's oh yeah, it, it's, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And this whole thing, it was on, what, this was on. Now, this is from the Wall Street Journal that actually put this out there um, on February 7th. So here is uh, Mickey. Uh, Sorry, it's on the other page, too. Mickey Reffitt, and uh, she's talking about her husband being a J6 prisoner. Here she is. My husband is a political prisoner. His number is 376782. They came and took my husband in a pre-dawn raid January 16, 2021. I did not see his face again for 14 months. 
unbeknownst to us at that time, it was our 18-year-old son who had turned his father into the FBI. This road has not been easy, but it has definitely opened up my eyes. My son was very indoctrinated from the moment COVID hit, and we did not comply. We were the enemy to him. And our school system and our gover government made sure of it. My husband was the very first Jan Sixer to go to trial. He went to trial in the beginning of March of 2022. My husband did not enter the Capitol. He did not assault one person. He received seven and a half years of prison. No criminal background, a hardworking, self-made man like many of you here today. He went to have a redress of grievances that day because of the ongoing threat of our government. And at the time, he and I, you know, we were like the overreach of the government. We have to stand up. We have to. They are overreaching. But after moving to D.C. and seeing everything I've seen, I'm here to tell you it is not the overreach of the government. It is absolutely the weaponization of the government against each and every one of you. Every one of us. Shannon, he's, she's absolutely right. Oh, yeah, she is. I mean, think about think about this. Apologize, I have a little bit of a cold, so if you hear a little sniffling, I apologize. Yeah, it's not me. Seven and a half years in prison with no criminal background, a hardworking, self-made man. He gets he was the first one tried. He didn't even go into the Capitol and he got seven and a half years. And we're supposed to believe Joe Biden's uniting this country? Mm -hmm. This is the kind of stuff you saw in the old Soviet Union, family turning against family. We, yeah. We've never seen that here in the United States before Joe Biden. No. It, well, COVID in itself did that. COVID in itself, maybe the communist scares about the closest we got where, you know, actors and actresses ratted communist colleagues out. But again, this this is worth listening to because... Most people don't know that this is still going on. This road has not been easy. When my husband was sentenced, Nikki came and sat with me and my family. And it was a very difficult time because you cannot understand what it means when you walk into that lion's den and you hear the United States against Guy Wesley Revit. And when I tell you the United States, the sheer might of that government is after our way of life. And they proved that day when they tried my husband because they tried and proved a narrative to a D.C. jury, not the facts of the day. And that is what they've done systematically through all these Jan Sixers. 1,145 American citizens have been arrested by this government to date. 14 people since August 25th have been picked up. 14. When are they coming for you? When are they? You need to not be afraid of that because they are coming. That is why I'm here. That's why I stay in D.C. I stand with this lady right here every night outside of a D.C. jail because we have to bring awareness to what is happening in our country. We have to. I think, tr I think Trump writes the wrong, but they should be out before then. They should never. They should never have been. They, they, yeah, they should never have been there. And the ones that did go in and do damage, okay, charge them with 
charge him with burglary, charge him with property damage, and then, you know, give him, and again, these people didn't have records. They're nonviolent. And you see what's going on in Washington, D.C. I mean, Mike Gill is dead. Yeah, former Trump administration official. Michael Gill is dead. He was. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago on one of these podcasts. Yeah, he was the, that the he was one shot. that got carjacked. He was the one that got carjacked. He ended up dying three or four days later from the injuries. They thought he might get better, and he didn't. So you see this Washington, D.C. stuff, and you see nonviolent offenders being given all this time, and you go, wow, this is absolutely a persecution, not a prosecution, and it's not right. It's not, and what's even more not right is that their son was so indoctrinated that he's the one that got him arrested and tried hard to get him arrested. It says, like, he wanted him arrested because in his own brain he did something so awful because he was— indoctrinated that way yeah and i mean it's a warning about your own kids and what they're learning and what they're learning and i mean again this guy this guy supposedly nobody even heard him make the threats they're all going on the son's hearsay yeah yeah the 18 year old son the one that was completely indoctrinated by the schools. This is this is unbelievable. Let's uh, let's share a little bit. Let's share a little bit more. This government has torn families apart. They tore my family apart. Not forever, because I do have faith in the love that my family has. But the division that they've caused is not just singular to my family. I know that many of you are going through those same things with other family members. Just know, stay strong. Stay strong. We have to stay vigilant. You know, I sit in these courtrooms because once I saw what happened to my husband and how isolating and polarizing it is to have the government target you and label you a domestic terrorist, it is very isolating. I go every day to the federal courthouse and I sit to bear witness to what this government is doing to our American citizens. And what they're doing and the precedent that they are setting, you have no idea the long-lasting outcome of these precedents. This obstruction of an official proceeding holds away to 20 years, 20 years. This obstruction means that because my husband stood for what he believed in that day on the stairs of the United States Capitol, that he obstructed the goings-on of this government. Well, we need to obstruct it. We need to obstruct it. We need to destruct it. We need to tear them down. And I'm here to tell you he was right, and everybody that showed up that day was right. And what they're doing in this courtroom, what they're doing to our citizens is not going to stand. I will not allow it to stand. I will stand here on this stage. I will stand on any stage they will let me on because I'm not going to go down, not going down. Our country is worth it. Our country is worth it. We are allowed to protest. We are allowed to redress our government. And sitting in these courtrooms, do you know who they're criminalizing? It's not just American citizens. Our forefathers, the ideology of our forefathers is being criminalized in the courtrooms in D.C. 
They believe they're extremists. They believe that what they stood for is wrong. They want to tell us that we need to respect the authority of the government, and if you don't, they will put you under the jail. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna question the authority of this regime every day, every day, because what they're doing is tearing down our strong citizens and causing our nation to be weak. And why is that? Why do they want our nation weak? Why do you think? Because they, that's it. That's exactly right. Control. They try to control us with COVID, and we did not comply. My son thinks I'm the enemy because of it. He thinks his father's the enemy because of it. Uh, it's just, it's, it's on so many levels, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just literally tearing a family apart. I, I, was, I saw one of the, uh, you know how the tickers go by on news channels and stuff? Mm-hmm. Shannon, so I'm watching Newsmax this morning, and I, I kid you not, on the flasher it says, CDC withdraws plans for five-day isolation for COVID. Just now? Just now. Wow. So they were, they were thinking about bringing it back again. Again. It does. Well, you know how I feel. I mean, that was that was their trial balloon was going to the, and the CDC must have said, "Are you nuts?" Yeah. Well, but there's still like young kids, like she's like oh, her I know. son that that are still wearing them. To oh, work, I know. You like walk around McDonald's, and I'm just like you walk around and you see these high school kids with yeah. face diapers on, and you go, "You're a loser, kid." You're like, I mean, talk about indoctrination. Like they really think that that. They need that. I mean, if your kid's walking around with a mask at this point, you need to take them to a shrink. Yeah. Right? I mean, if if they're that scared of a stupid virus that if we would have treated it with ivermectin, a, by the way, Nobel Prize winning drug for humans, you know, I love how that got, oh, 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 horse paste, horse paste, (laughs) right? It's absolutely crazy. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, we got a her report that comes out that says, you know how we always talk about Joe Biden lying about Bo being killed in Iraq? Apparently, according to the her report, he doesn't know any better. Do you buy that or or is he just, I mean, he's always been a scumbag. He's always been a liar. There's no doubt about that. It's it's so hard for me to tell if he, yeah, if he just doesn't I mean, know or if he's lying. It's it, that's what I was talking about on Saturday, where I can't tell. I can't tell anymore if he's just that far gone or if he's trying to lie. I don't know. You know what? That's a pretty good point, and I'm kind of with you on that. I just don't know either. Um, but regardless. Now, we had great breaking news on Saturday. And I've been, you know what? I've been in a good mood ever since Saturday. Just Gallagher stepping down has lightened my whole mood yeah you were pretty excited when that first broke <laughs> well it's just it, it look it's it's so funny because it's so pathetic because i saw the <laughs> uh channel five's got their scroll you know on yeah. the bottom of their screen rep mike gallagher decides not to run for fifth term citing family concern <laughs> 
<laughs> wanting to spend more time individually with constituents. And I'm thinking, you never spent any time with constituents when you were the congressman. Like, you're going to go spend time with them now, please. <laughs> and second of all, has nothing to, he says it had nothing to do with his vote, you know, uh, last week. That's not why. And I'm like, yeah, of course, Mike. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got a lot of phone calls on that. Well, I mean, I said, I, I mean... I, I said in private text messages and not the most flattering terms to Gallagher that his career was over with that vote. And I just thought I'd have to be among those attacking him, but I don't have to because he's pretty much a fart in the wind at this point. He's going to be around until January and then he's going to be gone. I'm sure at some point he's dumb enough to think he can run for governor, but he ain't going to be governor. I don't know. I don't think he wants to be a governor. I think he he's done. Well, I mean, what he should do, what he should do is what he's born to do. He should sell a house, pack up the family, and move to New York and go work for PMS NBC. Oh yeah, that's and Joe Scarborough and Mika Jasinski can add him to the morning schmo show. (laughs) Yeah, that could happen. You never know. Because you know that you know that's where that's. I mean, it's how it always ends up. Well, and he's he's a congressman until he's a congressman technically until January, so you know he'll be a lame duck from November through January and in the inauguration. So again, he's but I mean, no, don't get me wrong. He's there's a lot of damage he could do from now until then. That's so what I was thinking. definitely not something we can take our eye off, but definitely good news. Now, do you have any? Off the top of your head, favorites uh, to run. Um, obviously, Rod- Roger Roth jumped in right away. But a little different than when he ran for lieutenant governor. He uh, came out and endorsed Trump as he announced his candidacy. Um, I like that guy that I heard yesterday. I don't. His name is Alex something. I don't remember his last name. He was on... Joe's show yesterday. Um, let me see if I can find it here real quick. Um, I didn't. I didn't catch it. It was pretty yesterday, good. So, um, yeah, he would. It, I don't know any of them that well, so I mean, at this point, I liked him the the best. So um, he's a he's a trumper for sure. Is he? Yeah. Well, I I would figure. I, look, it, it, if well, I guess they don't put the descriptions on anymore. Eh, maybe. Can you see who it is? I don't, I, I don't know. I'm trying to look who is. Starts with a B. Alex Berenson. Let me see. Alex Berenson is a is a doctor. I, I I don't it, I I don't know. Roger Roth is the only one that I think has made made it official. Yeah, this guy didn't make it official yet, but he it sounded by Alex Bruce Brusewitz. Alex Brusewitz. This guy. He's a younger guy too. Oh, let me take a look. Um, do, 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 do. I don't. I don't know much about the guy actually. So, um, yeah, he's a younger guy. 
Yeah, Alex Brusewitz, B R U E S E W I T Z. Well, I I don't know. I know Roger Roth is probably the biggest name in it. Um, yeah, this guy didn't on, like him. <laughs> well, I'm sure he didn't. I mean, um, and look, uh, Roth has got the reputation of establishment. Um, you can tell he's, well, he knows he doesn't have any chance unless he runs to Trump, not away from Trump. Uh, so, you know, again, he went out and endorsed Trump yesterday. It doesn't mean he's not going to be like a Robin Voss thorn in Trump's side. That's my worry. My worry is he's, my worry is he's another Mike Gallagher that the party picked that's going to do everything they can to be the next Paul Ryan. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. But, um, you know, I reached out to a few people. Well, for uh, before, I reached out to people before the Gallagher announcement. And I got, a, uh, now maybe I'll wait my turn, all this kind of stuff. After the Gallagher announcement, it could get a little more interesting. Because now it's open. And I can tell you, the party's going to have their guy and it's going to be Roger Roth because he announced so quickly that Gallagher must have gave him a heads up. Or this just Gallagher realized very, very quickly by the volume of calls he was never he's never going to be elected dog catcher again. I don't, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think Gallagher let Roth know ahead of time or do you well, think this that vote just completely derailed Gallagher and he recognized it or Gallagher's already got the deal struck with PMS, NBC or Fox. Um, the details will come out later, but that's already done. Well, I, I thought right away that he got too many calls and, and he knew he wasn't ever going to get elected again. So, but now that you say that, he gave the other guy the heads up. I'm kind of leaning that way because <laughs> well, right, you're it, right. It, it, yeah, you know, it, it, even even the other people that are looking at it, like Andre Jacques and this Alex. I guess he's I guess he's you know on Joe's page it says he's a candidate. Um, yeah, he 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 was really good. You're gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'll try to do that maybe this afternoon or tomorrow. But um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll keep you posted on it. But again, the party's going to have their nominee. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that's what the grassroots uh, conservative part of the base wants. But we'll see. Long ways to go, but uh, definitely something we're going to keep uh, a very, very close eye on. So. With that, I think we'll I think we'll wrap her up for the day. What do you think, Shannon? Or do you have anything else on your agenda? Um, well, since we're doing podcast tomorrow and the next day, I think we can wait till then. Okay. Uh, do you, well? We don't know exactly what we're going to podcast tomorrow. We'll see. We've got a bunch of different stuff, but well, and you never know what's going to happen at night. That's exactly right. Everything is breaking so quick right now. We don't know what's going to happen tonight. So, uh, But the podcast will be out there tomorrow by 5. And obviously, if you're listening to this, you're getting it now because we're posting this. This will be posted by about 1 or so. So uh, with that, we'll wrap up this Shannon and Schrader podcast. And remember... Freedom can't be centralized, and whether you like it or hate it, in your heart, you know, we're right. right. We'll see you 
tomorrow.